Do you believe in miracles? Got Fizzle in the house. Fizzle, what's good, man? Fizzle, glad to have you here. Let's go. This the South Harmon Podcast. Glad you here today. Hit that Patreon link if you here to stay. Dynasty best ball, that's my favorite way. 40 chess trade show. Let's make a trade today or check the AMA. You know Adam at the ATM. Mike always in the building. He gonna stay with him. They gonna start every show off with their own trade. Fantasy's a big ocean, they made their own wave. Make sure you tapping in Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesday night, Saturday morning, ain't no better way. Hit that notification bell when the news break. Go subscribe right now, don't get the news late. Destination Devi, that's the team. Dynasty football, man, that's my favorite thing. I remember Biggie said it was all a dream. Now people watching on their phones and computer screens. Welcome to the team. We back Sunday night AMA. What is up, everybody? We did uh, technically, I guess, Adam. We took last week off, even though we streamed for like a billion hours over the weekend. So I think that still counts. But we are back with the AMA, man. We are back in the building. Oh, it feels good. It does feel good. It feels home, good, man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, like I spent all last week in the damn hotel. <laughs> it was horrible. I had to do training uh, for work, so it just feels good to be in my own house. Not gonna lie. Down here freezing to death too because the wife turned on the air, air conditioning. It was like 85 today, and it's uh, it's cold as shit down here, man. You gotta love when that happens, man. I, I got the AC down here too. It is uh, it's actually really cold down here as well, so I'm ready to get to it, man. We took, I guess, kind of the week off, you know, but we did 4D, um, did the trade show with Brandon, and we're back for a full week, and we're ready to kick it with y'all with AMA. We did miss the AMA last week because we were doing so much streaming, but appreciate everyone being here, man, and we are excited to get into. The landing spots, Mike. How much do landing spots matter? Mm. This is one I think we've we've talked about many times. It is so hard to uh, to not get too excited. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, I, I've kind of always just been on the contention, like you use landing spot as like a tiebreaker. For example, if you have player X and player Y, they're both very similar. You can't decide which. Use a landing spot as a tiebreaker. But then I find myself sitting here going. Oh yeah, Devin Devon Achan's my clear RB three. You right. know what I mean? Right. Like even though even though Charbonnet was ahead of him before the NFL draft and got better draft capital, I'm still like, okay, I could tell a scenario. I think for me, at least with the running back position, that's kind of where I have the little bit of a caveat where landing spot, position, path to a role, how big that role is gonna be. And it's and it's honestly, I think like JB will tell you with analytics uh, when they dive into it. And if, for those of you out there who do your own analytics or, or look at things too, like hit rate tables as far as running backs go, like there's not a whole lot of difference between round two and round three. So, I mean, you can really just kind of throw out the draft capital because it's the same thing. Like if they get round one draft capital, that's a big deal. Or if they go day three, you know, round four right. plus, that's when you start to get a little bit bigger fall off. But Landing spots, Adam. So let's talk about it for uh, some of the ones we touched on the running back there a little bit. Landing spot, tight ends. 
Dalton Kincaid, first tight end off the board. Can't ask for a better landing spot, at least if you like sure. uh, quarterback talent, right? <laughs> like sure offensive can't. firepower. Uh, sure can't. How, how much did the landing spot push him up for you? I mean, the landing spot's great, right? Uh, Dalton Kincaid's landing spot is hard to ask for a better one. I think the main thing you want to see, like if you see an attachment to an elite passer, right, one of these quarterbacks that we think is a great thrower of the football and an offense that's high-powered, combination of those two things, it's wheels up. Like that's eventually what you're going to want. The only thing I will say on all the tight ends, like we're, we're going to talk landing spot, but I think what I will see a lot in some questions that I've gotten a lot of that I would hesitate on to tell people, like just chill a little bit, pump the brakes where – like we expect, like some people want to say, Dalton Kincaid can be their tight end one on a contender. Like I'm not doing. Make sure you understand that tight ends, even with a great landing spot, they're not going to probably go out there and smash year one. It's just unlikely that any tight ends really smash year one. That was part of the reason we were so in on Kyle Pitts. But uh, landing spot, Dalton Kincaid, it makes him tight end one for me personally. What about with the receiver position? Right, we've seen and we've done this as a dynasty community. You and I have done it personally. Uh, like the A.J. Brown thing comes to mind, right? Wasn't a great landing spot when he landed there, but it didn't really seem to matter. What do we do with the wide receiver spot? Like, we can look and I can say that landing in Seattle is probably not the greatest spot for JSN. Right. Um, even though he was wide receiver one for just about everybody and still is for a lot of people. But DK there, Tyler Lockett. The Tyler Lockett thing doesn't really worry me too much because he's kind of getting up there. Uh, you know, there's rumors about him getting moved last year that didn't happen. So, you know, it's kind of a fluid situation. But having an established alpha there does kind of hurt him. And you can really say the same thing about Jordan Addison, right? True. <laughs> like, I don't know if you can get a bigger alpha receiver <laughs> across than, from than J- Justin Jefferson. Right. right. <laughs> the, the best in the game right now. So, yeah, you can. How much does the landing <clears throat> spot really matter for you with, uh, with wide receivers? I think with receivers, um, Landing spot does matter. Um, I think it's probably a, a spot where, like, for, for example, if I have JSN in a clear tier ahead of it, right, ahead of the draft, landing spot is going to be tough for somebody to pass him. Now, if you were going to argue one that would have, have, it would be Quentin Johnson going to um, the Chargers, right? Just the landing spot of the, of the Chargers, like Keenan Allen's getting older, Mike Williams is, like, we could see Quentin Johnson maybe step into a Mike Williams role. So landing spot for him, I think, was the biggest mover of the group. But I will say, like, it, it's going to typically be more of a tiebreaker or maybe you move up one tier or something. Like, the gap I had between JSN and Quentin Johnson, JSN still got the draft capital, right? Albeit it's not the greatest landing spot. So I'm going to put him ahead of Quentin Johnson because the landing spot already bumped Quentin Johnson. What I'm not going to do is make the landing spot jump way out of control for me anyway. Like I try to make sure I keep it in, in, in rhythm, but I would say JSN, not the greatest landing spot, but the draft capital still checks the box. Tyler Lockett's on his way out. I think we could still see him be really good, but for him, for, uh, for Jordan Addison, there's, you know, people in front of them that are really highly valued in dynasty, even though DK's a little slept on, he's still, projects to kind of be an alpha in, in that offense so not not a, not a huge deal for me but I do I mean I'd much rather have no alphas in front of them in a good landing spot so you got to move the needle somewhat I will say for me I think kind of what we touched on earlier like we just use it as a tiebreaker but we also have to take into consideration market like there's not going to be actual NFL football played and fantasy points being scored for a while a mm-hmm. while um Man, about four months, exactly. So we're going to go through all of this 
this whole off season process. And really one of the only things people are going to be talking about and like hyping them up on training camp footage, that kind of stuff is going to be like one of the talking points is going to be constantly landing spot, landing spot, landing spot, path to path to a role. So I think I'm going to use it as a tiebreaker, but I'm also going to use it for a market because, you know, it touched on Justin Jefferson there. Like, I don't think his landing spot was the greatest when he came out. Uh, you know, the Eagles passed on him because we we want to be Eagles and pass on all really R- good players. R- I guess. RIP. But you remember when he's like struggling, like he's he's <clears throat> not going to beat out Ola B.C. Johnson. It's it's not looking good. The, the landing spot initially wasn't that great because we thought he was a slot receiver. And that's what Adam Thielen was doing. Like that was the role that he was in. We didn't know J.J. could play outside. So guys like QJ, so if we talk about like JSN, like it's kind of always going to get pushed down like, well, DK's still there. Well, Tyler Lockett's still there. The guys like QJ he comes out and does it. You can see like a path to to earlier playing time. You get the whole he's playing with Justin Herbert versus Geno Smith. So you do get a little bit of a hype bump. I wouldn't be shocked at him. You know, it, it's kind of got to go. It kind of has to a, – a few things have to fall in place, but it's a, a – a outcome that could happen where it's like JSN's not really getting on the field or, you know, in the, in the, the training camp, it's like, Oh, he's, you know, he's a slot receiver or he's working his way into the slot receiver. I think the talent's fantastic, but what if QJ's out there running with the first team offense right away and putting up, you know, putting up highlight reel plays that we're seeing all over Twitter, that landing spot gets more amplified and you might have a scenario where you could take your QJ and flip it for a JSN and get something extra on top of it. Like that is a scenario that could possibly happen. So I'm not saying it's a, like a definitive thing, but I think if you just use it as like the most minute thing to, to like tie break your prospects with in your rookie drafts, go with the landing spot. I mean, there's guys that got good landing spots too that I'm, I don't rank up high, but I wouldn't have had him up there that high anyways if they didn't get a great landing spot. Like, there's no way I'm t- taking Dalton Kincaid as the top tight end off the board if he doesn't go to the Bills in the first round, right? If, yeah, sure. If all three of those guys are in the, the second round, say Kincaid went to the Packers, right? I'm like, okay, it's about the same spot that the other guys are in. <laughs> I'm still going to rank them the same, right? Like, I'm going to go Mayor, Laporta, you know, Kincaid. Whatever tier one yeah. guys, but yeah, I think I'm, I think that landing spot just just push it over just a little bit. Well, I I agree. I think I think then I guess I would say this, um, like to your point, right on Quentin Johnson. Let's use that example with JSN again, because I'm with you. Like on the tight end spot, Kincaid going in the first round into Buffalo, that he was not my tight end one going in, but that makes it with the tiebreak because I didn't really have anyone so definitively tight end one that they can't be passed, right? So that's why I put him there. JSN from what. I think the community values this prospect as see that that was the big difference going in. Not even just what I believe, which I did. I had him at one, but I think the community gap from him to everyone else is significant. Like even right now, when we look at keep trade cut, we're looking at uh, wide receiver 12 to 24, right? So now Quentin Johnson, I agree with you. Once the end, once the game start being played, if he's out there having big time weeks with Justin Herbert, like you can kind of start putting this stuff in the backseat, in the rearview mirror, right? Because if, if JSN's not scoring, there's a chance he starts getting leaped. But, like, to me, anyway, JSN, the reason I still have to put him in Tier 1 is it just reminds me so much of Drake London, where he was t- wide receiver 1 for people going in. He didn't necessarily have to do a whole lot. There's all these built-in excuses, and it doesn't matter. Drake London's still, you know, one spot below Jackson Smith and Jigba at wide receiver 13. 
I think the the prospect of JSN has so much safer of a value floor. Now, Quentin Johnson could absolutely. I mean, we've seen how high Chris Olave went, right? Like, now, I'm not saying he can't go past there, but with Quentin Johnson, I think if he doesn't smash early, like there's actually more more room to fall down because people don't love the prospect as much. So that's why I won't put him ahead, although I'll put him at the very top of the next tier because his, his landing spot's much better than Addison for me, um, as well as A Flowers. I uh, I think the best way for me to do it too, like you you talked me into when we did 40 and, and you talked about the JSN thing. So if you guys haven't listened, go back and check that one out. We talked a little bit about it, but you talked me into taking more more JSN. And and I think it's more like I'll probably I'll do it more and more here in these rookie drafts just from a portfolio standpoint anyways. Yeah. Because yeah. like I get QJ, the first one off the board. But I want more exposure for the fact that, hey, like the hype is there, right? The thing you're talking about. He was yes. already up there. It's not it's not like a death sentence landing spot. He didn't go to a team that's, you know, loaded. It wasn't like the Bengals <laughs> and, drafted him in the and, first round. You know what I mean? Like no, 100%. at best your your third fiddle. And and real quick to add to that point, I think one of the weirdest things for me that I, I've had to really come to come to grips with and terms with that I wasn't ready to is like me and you've been in on DK more than the community of late, right? Because we're like, oh, Gino and all this stuff. Nah, he's still elite. There's already people pushing back that JSN can't be the alpha over DK. I think the fact that DK is the alpha in that offense now almost helped JSN even more just because the community's so bullish on him, which is crazy to me. I, being this down on DK to me is, is kind of wild, honestly. I think for me, too, like I'm going to keep tweaking my rookie ranks here, too, as I go through them. I did a quick initial one. Left for training, really haven't looked at him for a week, but I'm going to update him a little bit more. But... I don't see much of a difference in tier, at least at wide receiver for, and I'm going to put Zay Flowers up there too. Like I'm going to buy into the the Todd Munkin led offense, right? Sure. The the fact it's not going to be the old, just we're lining up in like old school Nebraska formations and trying well, to run the triple option all the time. Hundred and the best part about him too is now because of that narrative you're talking about, like his cost is so much different. So I'm definitely right. getting Flowers at. I mean he he's. Mike, he's actually behind uh, uh, JMO still. That's insane. But just, hey, just to give you, just give you clarity, <laughs> the last thing I'll say on the landing spot, and then we'll get into questions. When you get into breaking tiers on landing spot, right? I think like one that's kind of important to me at, at running back, especially, but really at all the positions, right? So you get a guy like Roshan Johnson in round four, going to Chicago, where no one sees an immediate threat to him. Zach's probably in here. He's probably screaming Khalil Herbert somewhere, but most people really aren't that excited about Herbert. Like being, I shouldn't say that, being this guy that you can't supersede as they, they won at the running back room, right? And he got day three draft capital to Mike's point, or uh, to Mike's point earlier. Now, Zach Charbonnet, right? He's the third running back off the board, and he goes to a landing spot that's brutal, man. Like when you're talking about landing spot, you're, it's one thing when you go like you're Kendra Miller and you go in and it's like Alvin Kamara's there. But he's older, so you can say there's a narrative where eventually he'll take over even if it's not right now. Zach Charbonnet goes into Seattle where Kenneth Walker is someone a lot of people were excited about. So there, And there's no immediate like departure of Kenneth Walker coming that we expect. So that one, landing spot's down. But what I want to say is like, be very careful with landing spots if you're going to use – like it's not the same draft capital, right? Round two, where Zach Charbonnet went and where Roshan went, those are very different things. And I'm seeing people that want to put Roshan ahead of, of Charbonnet. If you want to do it, like go ahead and do it. I'm just saying you, you got to be really careful of right. a guy in round three is still pretty good. But a guy that goes in round four and later, 
there's no team attachment investment that says if they don't do anything early that that they could be completely relegated to nothing. So like right. understand there's a much different investment for people in round four and round two. We see those uh, those late round running backs just get replaced all the time, right? Those six round guys, those seven round guys, those uh, UDFAs. Like James Robinson was a very efficient and good running back, and now he's he's almost being dropped in every single league, depending on how deep your benches are. Right? You're just going. Uh, I don't even know if he's going to have a job or a role. And it, and it wasn't like he was that bad when he came off the Achilles. He was actually pretty good at putting up fantasy points, but teams just don't have the attachment to him, so yes. it doesn't really matter. It doesn't right. really matter. But I will trust the fact when they make a you know a second round investment in a running back, or a you know a third round investment in a running back, it means something to them at least for a little bit. The leash yes. is a lot longer versus right. these you know these six round guys. Which uh, Khalil Herbert, when we're talking <clears throat> about Roshan, you know them taking him in the fourth round. It's like it's a pretty easy path to see him unseating him because it's sure. not like Khalil Herbert's got premium draft capital. That's a sick round pick right there. Right, they don't care. But but Khalil Herbert's at least proven something. So if like yeah, we we all like Roshan, right? And I I'm I'm still on board with Roshan, but at a certain spot, it's like this is too this is too rich. The point is if because Khalil Herbert's at least done something. If Roshan goes out there and is not playing well and is not pass block and he's doing stuff to hurt the team. They don't have enough investment to say, here, Roshan, we're going to keep giving you the work like you might do someone that's being drafted higher, you know? I mean, we saw Trey Sermon, uh, Rip, if you're in the building, your boy Trey Sermon get with even round three draft capital, just go to zero. So, um, all right, man, let's get into questions. Wyatt, uh, first rookie draft of the year, how did I do? Gibbs 103, Stroud 107, Flowers 201. What do we – this man out here flexing. That's what he's doing. There's, where's the question, man? Where is the question? This is crazy. Are you serious? Is this it's super the, flex? Is it 12 team or is it 10 team? Like, cause I mean, if actually, it's, 10 well, team, it's, it's definitely super flex because there's no way Flowers right. and A-Chain are going in the second round and one quarterback. My goodness. It's like A-Chain a at 206, bro? Flex, maybe? This might be a 10 team super flex, to be honest. Okay, ten team could make sense actually, because that would like be. Like if I uh, told you, if I told you, you know, you don't have as much invested in in the quarterback position, it doesn't mean the one eleven. Flowers at the right? one eleven is. Flowers at the one eleven. A chain uh, that's at the two hundred four, right? Yeah, the A chain thing. Two hundred four, even then, that's. I know, good but value. at least uh, it, it's a, it's actually a little better. Like if Flowers is at least really a first round pick and if this teams, is a 12 team league this is just a straight flex that's all why it's doing if this is a 12 team super flex league here, here's flex, what i will say though how would i do it's got to be 10 team because that would make a lot more sense about stroud right in 12 team if yeah. stroud's at 107 who who's taking why? who is taking qj ahead of stroud or any of them any of those receivers i don't care who it is like jsn I, i've seen it happen still but outside of him there's just i can't see a scenario right yeah that's I'm I'm guessing it's the ten team league, and if it's ten team league, you still did really well. If it's twelve team league, yeah. Either way, uh, how did you do? Uh, it wasn't a question, actually. I just re- I just realized that it was a period. Uh, it was a flex, right? So yeah, he, didn't, shit. he didn't put the question mark. This wasn't even a question. We started off AMA, not even answering a question. All right, love it. Uh, in my draft right now, twelve team super flex, no tight end premium. Start eleven. I got Mahomes and Burrow. Great to see that. Traded one hundred three for Christian Watson, and what he projects to be a top. Uh, five twenty-four first. Got a chain rice downs mayor with my other picks. Do I trade my twenty-four second for Tony? Okay, no. <clears throat> let's address a few things here. I mean, the, the deal's already done up top, but like, 
you say in top five, Mr. B. Now, if it if you're telling me it's like top three, like you're telling me you're guaranteeing Marvin Harrison Jr. or one of those quarterbacks, and you want to add Christian Watson to give up the time, I, I can see it. But if you think this is more like 105, 106, I don't know that I would have traded that 103 just to get Christian Watson to go back a year per- personally, man. I, Mike, do you agree or disagree with that? I mean, it's got to be like locked in. You know what top I mean? Three. Like, top three. Top three. Right? One of those One of those perennial fish in your league that's always yeah. horrible. Basically, what I'm doing there is I'm saying, you know what, here, I'll get this guy Bryce because I know he really wants Bryce and probably mm-hmm. is desperate for him. But I'm going to take next year's and also a piece of him because he can't afford to lose a – Christian Watson as much as we don't think of him um anyway that deal's done though and and it's not even like saying Bryce man you know how many drafts have been like a rich is there sure number one quarterback at 103 we're talking about right before we hit the record you know go live but going man these random leagues you you were just talking about that right yeah a rich is like all over the place here man you're getting them a great spot so like if if that was the case could you imagine Adam I don't you're in leagues with me if I had a pick where it was from a bottom half of the team, so you say top five, top six, and mm-hmm. I offered you Christian Watson and a 24 first where you're like, eh, it could be outside the top five, could be a, a, a good top five pick. It's in, the, it's in the ballpark. For your Anthony Richardson, you laughed me out of the building. No <laughs> Bro, way in hell. No way in hell. I mean. Get out of here. And I was saying Bryce to be like, if it's Bryce, even I might yeah. be laughing you out of the building still, right? Like, I, I will say, I will say though, you and I are, are in leagues, and I'm sure everybody who's in this chat who you can spot the fish, and you go like, this dude is picked in the <clears> right three now, the last that, four years. In a that's row why I wanted a caveat. That's exactly why I wanted a caveat because we all can spot it, and we've done it where it's like, there's I want to bet against this team. I do not right. care what happens. I want that pick. If, if you're saying it's like top two, top three locked, it's a different thing than top five lock for me. Anyway, uh, Mr. B. It, that's a, uh, that trade's already done. So he got a chain Rice, Downs, Mayer with my other picks. I'll say this: uh, lineup start eleven, a twelve team. Like Rice and Downs, I'm probably not like freaking out about as being real starters, and I'd probably try to move on hype mm-hmm. if I have a chance to. Right. Which brings up the the reason I say that is because it brings up the next thing here. I'm I don't think I'm gonna send my twenty four second for Tony Mike. No chance. Because. Like, one, in general, in this league format, as much as I like Tony, you and I do, a lot of that's really more best ball. Like, I can just not have to worry about starting this man. Don't have to worry about when he's hurt. Don't have to worry about if or she Rice, you know, is taken away from his volume. I, I, I don't think I want to double down on that receiver room and possibly get nothing. No. I want to package Rice Downs, uh, Mayor, because it's a non tight end premium, start 11. Right, right. Uh, and my second, like, who wants all these? And Here, let me go get. A let me legitimate. get something that's going to be yes, north of Christian Watson, even, or at least something more in that range where it's a. It doesn't have to be an outright stud. I mean, that's you're sending four pieces. Can, can, can one, you send? So can you send Rice Downs, Mayer, and your twenty four second and get Ayuk? I bet you someone would do that. One hundred percent. You can probably go north of that even, but yeah, like, that was just a. Yeah. That was just a. Kind of a point to illustrate, like, let me give some. Or, you know, you don't even have to package them all together, but, you know, play around with it. <clears throat> yeah, Find yeah. something where you can up a little bit. Start I'm just kind of giving a, a, a process of, like, this is a guy I think that matters in start 11 that's probably right. a little down in value that you could definitely get a deal done. You could go better than that, but just kind of yeah, a I'm not a, point. I'm not, I'm not trading the second for uh, <laughs> Kadarius Tony. Nah. I've, I've actually gone down that road in best ball and not liked it. So in lineup, I'm – 
Y'all got it. Y'all got it, man. Uh, love this shit addicted for sure. Appreciate it, Christopher. Um, all right, here we go. What's up, fellas? How are we feeling about Christian Watson after Green Bay's draft? Would you move him for either Pollard or Ramondre? Uh, I'll tell you this much. Tune into the trade show. Uh, we did team reviews. Another thing, I don't know if we still have spots. Um, I know we we were limited with spots in Savage. We opened a couple more. You could always get in the merch. Like, I got to shout it out, though. Like, we had a all-nighter with team reviews, and we got so many deals done and changed so many teams, yeah. man. It was wild, bro. All the deals on on yes. that we got done that night were crazy. But I will say Christian Watson's value is super surprising to me, man. Super surprising to me. Like, one of the deals, checking the trade show, I'm not going to spoil everything. I put it on Twitter, though, so you could at least do that. Mike, on Twitter, this poll, when I last checked, was at 50-50, and I'm like, how? How? Did you see that? Did you see that poll, by the way? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it. JMO and Christian Watson. Watson for the 105 in a lineup in a shallow lineup league. Right. What? What? I don't I don't think Christian Watson's that bad. The the problem here I is I don't the hate him. I just the, I just the, it's, the problem here is the second part of the question where I'm like eh, eh. would you even, but I know JMO's whatever down, but like two Christian Watson types. I'd send that for 105 on 105 under poll. Yes. My point is that this question there was multiple people that were answering the other side, which is just to me, I'm just surprised at his value and how many people still really like him. I'm, I'm not out on him by any means. It probably is going to sound like that to start this off, but uh, how am I feeling about him? It, it's it's not even about the draft. Like Jaden Reed is yeah. not something that really kills him for me at all. It's more so like Jaden Reed is there, the tight ends are there, and Jordan Love. Those are all uncertainties, and he just got right. to play with Aaron Rodgers. That's a total different thing. Right, we have no idea. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Jaden Reed is the the one who right. Jordan Love loves to throw into. Or maybe he's a tight end guy. Or maybe Jaden Reed is just running more intermediate routes in the middle of the field, where Jordan Love is right. not trying to push the ball downfield and outside because he's you know <laughs> a, a, a or, first time starter. Or maybe Jordan Love's horrible and he's like Desmond Ritter, but in Green Bay. And then he's definitely not going to get Christian Watson's speed over the top because he's it's just not happening. Like I'm just I'm a little more I'm a little more cautious. I'm fine fine with him. He's fine. I'm just I'm more cautious. I think that I'm I'm realizing than the community by a good bit is all I'd say. That's a that's keep trade cuts wide receiver 19 right there. And you're talking about former keep trade cut wide receiver 18 on your poll. So I see why people are on it. But the wide receivers coming after Christian Watson are crazy. But but here's the thing, Mike. Let's talk about this just to give. I think we need to give context to wide receiver 19 for, pe- for people that don't quite understand right. what that means on keep trade cut, right? 14 Tyreek Hill, 15 Stephon Diggs, 16 Cooper Cup, 17 Devontae Adams. Like, holy, holy Santa Claus shit if it's anywhere near those guys, first and foremost. Right. Then we got Jordan Addison, who just off of a rookie hype, I'll still take over Quint- or over Christian Watson, right? Yes. Debo is the one here, and a uh, shout-out to Mello, all the people on the Savage uh, – uh, all the team reviews we did, I was really giving him a hard time about Debo. Uh, so if you want him over Debo, I'm still okay with that. Outside of him, it's though. You hate, it's because you hate Debo. It's true. You're a Debo hater. It's true. I'm a Debo hater. Are you a Debo hater? No. I, oh, I okay. Like Debo. I don't, I don't rank him as high as he – like I'm not having him at wide receiver 20. Well, but, but yeah, that, that's my point. Um, he's definitely not that. He's. I don't think Christian, he's worth – Christian Watson think, or Debo, I'll take Debo. Really? No question. Yes, no question. 
We I, hope Christian Watson could be Debo. For sure. But here's the, here's the difference, right? Christian Watson, people will still tell themselves a story, which they're doing currently today. Yes. Debo Samuel is now at the age where it has to be production or he falls down. And, and he, he only and has he one he only has one year of production that has ever mattered in four and he's been in the league four years. I wouldn't say like one year that ever mattered. Come it, on. It's it's hundred percent true. Look at the stats. Six hundred yards or less every other all the other years. Well, he's fine. <laughs> he's completely fine. Okay, so point being <laughs> him being completely fine just in words does not change the fact that it's all about production and he has one season. What's the difference in that one season? Ayuk was in the doghouse. McCaffrey wasn't there. Kittle was hurt. Right? And we don't even know who's throwing the football. We're going to argue all night about Debo saving Abel. I'm not. I'm just saying that, like, gotcha. point, my point here is that Debo's the outlier. Everybody else, even below him, DJ Moore, I'd rather have him. Michael Pittman, I'd rather have him. We can go down the list more and more. The point is just, like, I'm not out on Christian Watson. I just think he's too highly valued in Dynasty right now. I guess he is. is the best way to say it. That, that's the easiest way to say it. He is. He's overvalued. Um, would I but, move him for, for, for Pollard or Reminder, though, Mike? What do you no. think here? I wouldn't. No, I'm good. I'll keep Christian Watson. Pollard in a half PPR lineup league, maybe. Ramondre, definitely not. I think most times I'd rather just have Watson over both of these guys, personally. I, I keep the wide receiver. Like, I'm, I'm not as high on Christian Watson as a lot of people, but I want him over these two running backs, that's for sure. And the main reason I will say that, too, is because I think that you can probably trade Christian Watson and even package him with JMO to get something much better than you can Pollard or Ramondre. Yes, because they're running backs, and people hate running backs. And if you want to go get a running back, you can go trade JMO and Watson right now to 50% of Dynasty managers, and you'll get Gibbs, which I'd much rather have than Pollard or Ramondre. So I'll right. do that, please. Right? Well, let's go to that type of running back. That'll it, feel even better. And if Gibbs is not the one, whoever's at 105 is not going to be a bad choice for you. So, all right. I just made a trade with the 102. 10-team Superflex, start 11 lineup. JT, 108, 24 second for Claypool and the 102. So, JT, the 108 and the 24 second for Claypool and Bijan or A. Rich. I got the JT side. How'd I do? Hmm. What was it, 10 team? 10 team. And super flex, start 11. I'm actually, you know what, in 10 team, I think if it was 12 team, I would say I would not have done that. 10 team, I think I could make a better case for it. But here, here's the thing, right? That Even in 10 team, let's say it's not even, let's not even say that it's A-Rich because you probably don't take your shot on quarterback that high. Let's say it's Gibbs, though. Would you rather have Gibbs? And Claypool, who's, I mean, lineup start 11, bro. I'm, Claypool's a zero to me, really, at this point, right? Mm -hmm. Or would you rather have JT and Addison. Addison? Right. Right. Yeah. I'd rather have JT and Addison. I would, too. Okay. I'm, I'm in. And you also got the 24 second, so I'm in. I'm definitely in. And, and I think it's probably, it's a lot closer on A. Rich and Gibbs right there on the split in a 10-team lead for me. Like, I, I, I would agree. I, I, I would still agree. like a rich and I'll probably take him if I was in 10 team leagues, which I'm not because I don't do that. But if I was Adam, if I was, uh, I think a rich does have that ceiling to be a difference maker, even in a 10 team super flex league. So I'd probably still take him there, but it just doesn't mean as much to me. Uh, uh, we got it. I think the, the JT, the one Oh eight and the 24 second would be fine. Even if it was a rich in that league, in a 12 team I'm, I'm good league, with it. I'm good in with a twelve that. team league, man. I'll take I'll take Claypool and A Rich. A Rich, yeah. I'm with you. I'm 100 percent with you. I think twelve team. I want the 102 side. Ten team. I want 
decide that you got uh, JT and Addison and even that 24 second, Damn. which I can probably package for something later. Patty Mills, do I usually drink Sazerac cocktail on stream? I mean, does this signal? <laughs> this is my glass, and this is how big Sazerac is. If that doesn't let you know if I normally do, the answer is yes. Uh, speaking of which, I only saw that because we got a super chat from Castle Blacks. Uh, appreciate it, Castle. Happy Sunday, boys. Thanks for all the dope content since the draft. Also, Zach, I'm still in on Khalil Herbert with you. Fourth rounders ain't scary. I, that's also... I, uh, I appreciate like, the super chat. I yeah. appreciate the super chat, my guy. And uh, go birds, as always. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you for the kind words. Until the last part, fourth rounders ain't scary. We'll fucking pick six, you know, pick 32 of the sixth round ain't fucking scary either. So, right. <laughs> I'm good, too. This goes I mean, both ways. Yeah, it's Two fucking rounds later. No one cares. I would say this. Khalil Herbert is not death sentence by this by any means, but it's also like not an indict. It's it's not saying, hey, Khalil Herbert, we really trust you. We're going to take a uh, Roshan here in the fourth because we probably had him as a round three grade and here he is in the fourth <laughs> round. Right. So it's they, they it's loved not him so much. They loved him so much. They signed Deontay Foreman in the offseason free agency and then they go out in the fourth <laughs> round. They're like, hey. Yeah, we should probably take a running back in the fourth round, even though our team's horrible and we have a lot of needs. Let's use a pick on another running back. Castle, see, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on the things that <laughs> the meant positive. something in the Super Chat, right? The happy Sunday, boys. Thanks for all the dope content since the draft. You are welcome. We're going to keep providing it to you. Uh, Patty, how do you make them? Exactly how it comes in the bottle. Straight. Neat. Nothing in it. Yes. That's yeah. how you drink it. Uh, now, when Mike's coming back for the for the expo this year, I'll make him an old fashioned. But I just mm, I'm a, I'm when a you're recording content, like I'm not going to be sitting over here mm. with a with a bottle and you know simple syrup and you know the Luxardo cherries doing. I'm not making a drink while I'm trying to do content. It's just not happening. So it's like when I when I pull out my my Cayman Jacks, right? Right. Right. Basic. <laughs> right. basic. Basic. <laughs> I, I open the can and I drink it. You know, hey, Alan. Like, hey, dudes. Let's I just go. I just joined Patreon today. Appreciate it, Alan. Uh, what, what's your Discord name, by the way? I saw we we had three people join today, so we really appreciate it, Alan. But what's your Discord bang, bang, name bang. so I can put it to you? Um, let's see. What software do you guys use to stream? Uh, we use Ecam. Um, I got a Mac here, and we use Ecam. That's also what Ray uses. So, uh, Ecamm is a Mac-only software system. Well, when I get my ass back in gear, now that my, my schedule's back together, yep. I'll be using OBS and Streamlabs. So, that'll yep. be mine because I do not have a Mac. But, but I'll say this, man. The last one you did, and you were st you're still tinkering with it, like, I, I think once you have it ready, you won't even notice that it's a different thing. Yeah, except for it's, uh, you know, that was, seems like forever ago. Well, it, it, it was forever ago but my it point is like it, it, it you i don't think you can really tell a difference you can do all the customizable stuff on we that OBS. gotta get back into it gotta get back into it like right we're gonna we're, we are believe it or not well i shouldn't say we mike is going to finish the uh the startup series right he's he's started it he he just paused it you know he what are you gonna do he had to work he had to work like night shift, so he's <laughs> not going to start streaming this to you, and no one's going to watch. So <laughs> let me stream it at ten a.m. Yeah, here. Well, yeah, well, all right. So four D deep in them spreadsheets. Thanks, T Rock. I don't even know what to say to that, but um, <laughs> neither do I. Mark Baker, uh, Mayor, or a random twenty-four second. I've got Ingram, Jacecki, and at tight end, and it's a twelve-team best ball, one point five tight end premium. I would say I'll this, man. I'll take Mayer in best ball especially, right? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I think I think especially with the tight end premium at least at one point five, I'd probably throw a random twenty four at Mayer. Yep. Easily. Even even in like if it's as long as the tight end premium is one point five, I'll throw it to him in almost any format, even lineup start nine, I think. Non non tight end premium leagues, like I'm no. gonna just hold the pick. No. Non tight end leagues, yeah. I'm with, I'll throw it. Why not? We're on the same page. Yeah. Mark Mark, I think like especially because it's random, right? The worst thing that can happen is it's two oh one, and then two oh one, unless Mayer is completely terrible this year, is not that crazy for Mayer, right? Next. No, year. I mean, look what these uh, these third and fourth round tight ends from last year's rookie drafts were going for for prices this right. year. Wait till Mayer goes out and has sixty yards and a touchdown, which isn't crazy <laughs> at all, right? But that's tight end eleven, and somebody's freaking out on in dynasty trades right. and. Someone sends a first for him. Watch. Watch yep. it. Watch it happen, man. I've seen – I have seen – Mike and I had to push back on da- Daniel Bellinger when he was getting to, like, tight end 13 range. It's like – I just uh, – I traded Zach Ertz just a day or two ago for a random 24 seconds. So, that's the guy even farther down the list on tight wait, end. Wait, who? <laughs> Zach Ertz. Oh, wow. For, I didn't really? trade four Ertz. I, you I traded got a, I got a second. For Zach I need to know this. This is talking to every one of you guys watching <laughs> here and later. Who is bailing Mike out on this? Like, what? That is cr- I can't believe you got that done. Well, I got I've like seen no little... buzz. This time of year, though, now, if we're starting right. the year off and there's any bit of news on Earth's Good Play, fine. This is rookie hype season out the nose. How do you get a second for Earth's who's like age? He's basically in a wheelchair, people think. I got this like little tight end horde of just like random tight ends. Like none of them are bad for or you, anything. Man. It's like I, I had Ertz, uh, Njoku sitting there, uh, Evan Ingram, Dalton Schultz, Tyler Conklin, Dawson Knox, Alberto, Kate Otten, Chigaquanquo. Like so if you just go with those, those are all like a bunch of guys that people are like, I need some tight end depth or I might need that spot start in a lineup league. It's a it's a decent tight end premium, so hey. I'm a little I'm a little late to this, but Adam on the clock. I mean, it, I feel like this is me. Like this is somebody almost like kind of clowning me because I don't have my my sleeper notifications are so screwed, and <laughs> like Adam on the clock just seems like you're kind of just trolling me right now. I like it. Uh, right. AMA about Debo Samuel also trolling me. So I, <laughs> Adam, I appreciate the comment, man. I really do. Uh, all right, 102 is gonna be young, a rich. I have the 101. Okay, yeah. I mean, with that yeah. trade earlier though. I think Mike and I are both still in a 10-team league ready to take uh, JT and the pluses you got. Sup, boys? My leagues have really picked up getting deals done left and right now. Yeah, because, you know, now that people have, like... They've like, come think, back. They've flocked back. You have a reason to be back and paying attention to your sleeper app, your MFL, right. whatever the hell you play on. Right. There was a dead period. Uh, not everyone's degenerates like us. That's what I was going to say, man. Staring at combine numbers and trying to break stuff down. In our patron leagues, you know, people are trading anything, anytime. It doesn't matter. But in a lot of leagues, it's that staleness where people are just scared. They have no idea what to think of draft picks right now. And then the draft happens, right? Like once these rookie drafts are over, you're going to have another period like that, though, in uh, the random leagues. Yes. Agreed. Where? Through the summer months, nobody's really paying attention to it. And then come August, it's like, oh, shit, we all back again. Oh, is my team a contender or not? Man, you know you know what's – I'll say this too, uh, especially since I'm drinking my Sazerac cocktail, which is just Sazerac. Um, 
uh, right now, everybody tapped in, everybody watching. Um, as long as you're not in leagues with me, if if it if you're in leagues with me, don't listen to this. So, this is the time right now where you can use all the stuff that we were just talking about earlier with like Christian Watson, for example. And you can go buy wide receivers that are actually going to matter, even though there's age and risk. Like you can actually go buy them sometimes very, very reasonable. Like this is your shot. This is your shot for guys like Diggs, Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup types. Because as soon as the season's getting ready to start, like forget about those days of, Sending random 106, 107 for one of those guys. I mean, you can, you probably can forget about that now, but you definitely can forget about it in the future, like as soon as the season starts. Because right now, everybody gets so excited for rookies, and I, I want to say this: there's there's a there's a cycle to this that makes sense when you really start to think about how it works. A lot of times, rookies take a while to develop at almost any position, really, early in the season, right? But as the middle of the season kicks around, especially later in the year, all the positions, rookies will start to form a role. They'll feel more comfortable in the offense, and you'll start to see them score, right? So early in the year, people are like, man, why did we do this with the rookies? We do this every year. But because they finish well at the end of the season, and then now we're talking dynasty and rookies all again. So, right, you see rookies finish well. You see rookie talk and rookie hype. The whole, I mean, there's like eight months of this where people forget again that for six weeks, they're not going to do anything. And a lot of them may not do anything for all 17 weeks. So now is the time to trade those guys for the elite ones. Even though they're aging, in points per game, they're going to be so much different. Even the ones that were elite that you think of, Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, Drake London, none of those guys were top 25 points per game scorers. One thing, too, I wanted to touch on, Adam, too, is it's a big difference between you you started with, like, the patron leagues where we're just year-round – Sweaty. I think I said Gedji put it in there. All his leagues are full of sweats. <laughs> Just sweaty staring over every piece of information that comes out. Right. But it's also nice, like I did it last year, and we, we talked about it, right? I just go join some random leagues, or I start a random league, and I don't put it in Patreon. I don't ask you. I don't DM you the link. <laughs> I go into, like, the sleeper looking yeah, for thanks. leagues. Yeah, right? Mike, Mike just says, hey, you keep joining all the leagues with me, and I'm going to keep joining these leagues that I can just house. I need to start looking and doing some of those on my own because you some gotta of the, have a couple, right? Yeah, They're fun. A couple of leagues to just clean up, right? All that bullshit that we're like, oh, this don't work no more. People are catching on. They're getting smarter now. Just go join a few random <clears throat> leagues, man. That shit still works. Just whatever. hold on, hold on. You know what? I'll give you a little preview because it's here in the comments. Uh, Caleb, I, I will answer this. I'll, I'll just put this to the side for a second and pull up. Um, Doctor B Harris told me he joined a random sleeper league, so I was like, you know what, man? Like, let me keep it in values that are common but Mike we got three deals done in his and he got Devontae Adams at the end once we kind of secured what he needed to 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 make sure he's a contender 106 straight up for Devontae Adams like yep you can do that type of a thing right now so uh all right I I, thanks Mike I I needed to I need to go join a couple random ass leagues just just rake the coals over people just traded love plus two Late 24 first and a 24 second for Chase. Overpaced slightly, but loaded with Mahomes, Lamar, and Pervy Watson. I like that, Pervy Watson. Okay, so if you're in Superflex start 10 and you've got three of the top 12 quarterbacks, I'm doing that. It's an overpay. It's overpay. Honestly, it's not even – I was just going to say that. It's not even an overpay. Start 10. 
because I'll tell you why. Right now, I've had some talks with a guy in a in a home league that I'm in, and it's been there for like four years now, right? So it's basically like he's one of the elite contenders. My team's loaded. He's got three. He's got Chase Jefferson and and um, what's uh, gosh, Ceedee Lamb. Yeah. Like I tell you this much: Jordan Love, two late twenty fours and a twenty four second are not getting any one of those three, let alone Jamar Chase from right. him. Like so I've yeah. seen it, and that's a that's a lineup start nine, very similar to this. So, when you have the quarterbacks, and you can basically say, "I'm just going to go reach," even if their picks values for guys that are difference makers, yeah, you do that. Chase is more liquid than those picks, honestly. You could trade him for three players that mean something in this format. You're on mute, boss. I don't do that in a best ball league, but I'll do that in a uh, in a lineup league, small lineup league, easily. No question about it. That's lineup start, lineup start 10, I'm in. Best ball, I would be a little different on this, right? Best ball, I'd be like, nah, I'm good, man. I'll keep all my pieces and go try to buy some Iukes and some lesser-known wide receivers that people don't like as much. And I'll <laughs> because get two, I'll ta- three, two Mike, three of those pieces. Let me ask you this, Mike. If you took Jordan Love off of this, would you do it for Jamar Chase in a best ball league? Maybe. Okay, and the reason I wanted to say that is I think I probably would, but it depends on if my team was right. The reason Jordan Love matters a lot more here, uh, I'm sorry, in best ball than he would in like lineup start 10. Lineup start 10, I got these three quarterbacks. Like, I'm not saying I can't get something for Jordan Love, but there's no certainty that someone's going to pay something for Jordan Love, right? In best ball, I don't even have to worry about that. Like, I'm not a believer, but I'm just going to keep him as my quarterback four by a mile here, right? Like, Two of these guys are on by. One of them gets hurt. If Jordan Love means anything, I can trade him for something real. In this in this format, it's no question they're gone. Uh, I wouldn't even say you overpaid, Caleb. I actually think you I think you did a great job with that trade in this format. Yeah, I like it. All right, so let's see here. Twelve team Superflex start ten PPR Gibbs or Amonra? Ooh, Mike. Mike's a big mm. Gibbs guy. This is a tough one because we lo- we we love both these guys, man. Both Lions do. Look at that face. That's the face. I put that on one of the shorts. He does not want to answer this question on air. <laughs> do you remember that? Give me Gibbs. Give me Gibbs. I but knew you were going to do that. I knew the you were process play. The 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 smart play is to probably take the Amon Ra side. But I'm in. I'm, I'm the smart play is definitely Amon Ra. But I'm I, in on Gibbs. Okay. Can I, can, I, can I pivot this to just a Gibbs conversation for you? Yeah. Because he's on uh, – well, he should be on the thumbnail, but I actually couldn't really find a good uh, a good jersey swap picture of him. All right. Let's talk receivers and running backs in Gibbs' value. All right? So, obviously, right now, I'm going to ask St. Brown, man. Somehow he's back to wide receiver eight. But, okay, Chris Olave or Gibbs? Gibbs. Jalen Waddle. I'll go Waddle because the community loves him so much more. Okay, so and then he's wide receiver six. And there's no way you're putting him over Lamb or Brown, right? No. Okay, so there you go. No. But you're but you're saying he he's basically worth back end wide receiver one easy. Yeah. Yeah. For me. Okay. You're probably better off. Full PPR. Full PPR. Still because he he can catch the ball so well. Right. Um, okay, let's go running back now. Let's put the 
let's put the man to the test, you know. Hmm. Obviously, Bijan ahead. How about Brees Hall? Are you putting him ahead still too, right? Yes, but it is getting pretty close. You know what I mean? So that means JT? JT, I'll still put ahead. I don't. Is JT your running back too then? I'll put JT. JT and Brees Hall are like neck and neck, but I probably favor JT because. So those are the top three, though, right? So you're going to go Bijan, JT. We always Hall, think like dynasty. Break? We're gonna. We always think we play dynasty for like five year windows, and especially at the running back position, man. I'm just. I'm really just looking what you're gonna do next year, and one of them's got a knee injury, and the other one doesn't. Yeah, I mean, so, we we do we do yeah. play in five year windows, except for especially at running back, we don't play right. for five year windows. So I'm with. I put JT ahead of him, but Brees is like the next guy. Okay. Does it that is, mean it is close? I does that mean he's your yeah. running back four, Christian McCaffrey? This is if I'm looking at just one year windows though I probably put CMC above him too above Gibbs. You know what? Can I say this, Mike? You are keep trade cut. Yeah. Shit. Tears. Tears are Bijan by himself, Brees and JT, McCaffrey, and then Gibbs. Wow. I don't. I, I don't know if I, I don't think I've ever, I don't think we could ever either. create a situation where Mike gave. Keep trade cut rankings and tiers is the same thing. Damn, that's crazy. What am I doing with my life? That's what happens. Mike's been away at school, y'all. Just give him give him another <laughs> week to get caught up. He'll be back. All right. Don't back in the flow. I wish I could undo that question, uh, Adam. Dude, it's absolutely not a troll. Listen, by the way, I'm. I, I like when if you if it was, I would like it. This wasn't like I'm calling you out. I, it was funny for me, but changed my social social media persona to this dude. This because that's my name. Was semi new to watching you guys, so didn't know it was a thing for you too. Formerly FF Lefty, nah, man, it's cool. Actually, we'll just let you keep it, and I'll just assume it's a troll, even though you told me it wasn't. So don't worry about it. I saw a good like Tank Dell comment in here too. Where is it at? I'm trying to keep up with him. Somebody put, uh, you know, why Tank Dell's gonna smash is because he was drafted 69 overall. Oh, where is that? Here we go, Castle Black. And listen, man, I, I don't even think I realized that before. Time out, man. He put it in tongue and cheek, right? Like 69. Haha. <laughs> nice. You know, giggity mm-hmm. for him. You know the last two receivers drafted at 69 overall? I mean, they had to crush it. They did. <laughs> Cooper um, Cup. Um what? And Tyler Lockett. It's been that Let's long go. ago since the receiver was drafted at 69. 69, Goodness. exactly. Yeah. If you if y'all got Tank Dell. Point everybody to this stream, not because Mike and I need more views, but because you need them to see this. <laughs> All right. Then you need once to... you get once you get past those, it's not good though. TJ Graham, can I interest you in a TJ Graham? Who remember him? Yeah, Graham Cracker, twenty twelve draft to the I, Bills. I'll be honest with you, I actually don't remember him at all. You might you might remember this guy, Roy Hall. Yeah, I do. Of, right, went to the Colts. Yep. Uh, and uh, I got a. Uh, yeah, that's about it. <laughs> uh, Sorry, Roy Hall was one sixty nine. So I oh, guess I was gonna out. say, all right, my bad. That seems that seems high for him, but I wasn't gonna fight you. I, I had no idea where Roy Hall was drafted. Uh, Corey says an offer for me to reject and shit too. You know what? I'll pull it up on air, and I'm sure it is an offer for <laughs> and, me to uh, reject. reject it. <laughs> I'm sure that I will. That's just sweetheart. All right. Speaking of Jordan Love, all right, Mike. So I, he is gonna send me. Jordan Love, Kenneth Walker, Sam Howell in the 24 second. For my Garrett Wilson and Jackson Smith and Jigba. Man, you are a generous person, Corey. 
Like what a sweetheart, man. Corey, you know what? Honestly, here's the thing. Like I know Corey's a patron of ours. Like I just I won't feel right about taking all this value from him. So I gotta do uh, it. Yeah, I'd feel guilty if you fleeced him for that much too. Like you're as in here, the you're in here as a commissioner of the league, I'd probably yeah. have to overturn it. Just you know, well, because yeah, everyone's the gonna fight the other side. And honestly, for a guy that subscribes to us, is active here, I just can't I wouldn't feel right taking all that value from you, Corey. So thank you for <laughs> that felt the opportunity, a lot like though. a T Rex auto accept trade blocks. <laughs> Brevin Jordan, any twenty four first. Listen, no shit. Listen, I, I will say this: I I respect the player in you, but my goodness, on air too. You want me to put that on air? Sheesh, that is horrible. <laughs> no shooter, shoot man. A Rich Fever. Simon, you don't like A Rich. Uh, where do y'all take him in 12 team startup? Would you trade London plus 108 plus 24 first for him? Ooh, that is getting rich. No. no. Well, I would say this. It, it This depends on a couple things. It's it's probably going to be no. Lineup start nine or start 10. Like, if I know my 24 first is late, I already have good quarterbacks and I think I can flip him for more, maybe. But here's the thing, right? You're probably not ever going to flip him for more. Just because, like, let, let's say this is London and Jordan Addison and a late 24 first. Like, even when A. Rich is spiking, if you want to trade him and not get a quarterback back, like, what's the realistic chance of you acquiring more back in value that's more meaningful to your lineup, right? Do you agree, Mike? I, no. I can't do this at all, man. We got to have this talk. Let's all do right. it. Let's I, do I it. Need some, I need to get you some help on Anthony Richardson. I, I like, like him too. I like this. How many rookies in this class are you sending two firsts, just random worth? I would say five of them. You're going to send two firsts for five rookies, just random 24 firsts? I'm sorry. I'm assuming you're meaning more like mid to late. Like they're like I I project these to be later first. Sorry. Random twenty four first, and we'll just say with one hundred eight, it's Jordan Addison. It's going to be that guy. How many I, rookies in this class would you send just that package for? I'd send it for Gibbs. Okay. Would you? I think that's right on the borderline. Though, I, I agree. I I, like I, it's on the much. border. It's on the border. But I think like if you're asking me, point blank top dollar i think there's five guys in this class that warrant it now do you have to send it every time i don't know but i, I think like top dollar there's five guys in this class that could warrant late futures or like i think the other thing is 108 is a cutoff point for me where it's really getting close to even first value getting close right what do you mean like jordan addison jordan addison jordan addison zay flowers right people would rather okay. trade those guys for a random 24 as well right i get it okay that's fair the the part where you add in london here like i think london london makes it least, different for sure that's a guy i don't know if he's worth two first like random 24 first in value but he's gotta be damn close in a lot of people's minds he's so you're, he's, you're no, talking nobody's about your, probably selling him for less than a first and a couple seconds. At, at, so let's break think, it down, right? man. I don't. I don't even know where that twenty-four first is, but like we're almost at four first for Anthony Richardson, a guy we haven't even seen nope. if he's good no, at football. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen. I, I I agree with you there because he, he, here's the point, though. Right. The only reason I'm saying maybe is because, like, I think Jordan Addison 
great as he is, or even if it's Zay Flowers for you, like there's no certainty that they hit or matter in a lineup start nine, right? And, and tw- a late 24 first may not matter in a lineup start nine, where I think A. Rich, you aren't going to get like four liquid first back for him, but you might be able to get C.D. Lamb and something, mm-hmm. right? And I don't know that this package of shit gets you C.D. Lamb. That That's my reason I would do it in a lineup start nine or 10. Other than that, I'm 100% yep. with you. There's no chance I'd ever do this. No way. Uh, yeah. That's my only ca- that's my only caveat and I, and I'm let me just say I'm like 90% with you. The only the only caveat would be in a format where a quarterback like Arich could mean something crazy. Otherwise this is this is this is stupid in my opinion. In a, in like a longer lineup league or in a best ball league this is this is way too much. Way too much. Yeah. Okay. And I like Arich. Right. Lineup start 9 do you do you like get what I'm saying there or do you think it's just still not for you? Maybe Maybe that's yeah. I'm with you. It's, that's the only maybe. That's the only maybe I'm, I have you there. It's like best case scenario. It just feels like you're paying ceiling for for a guy that we haven't even seen anything out of yet. I also get that point too. I'm with you. I understand it. I mean, I think we can all acknowledge. Like, I think Avery's ceiling is ridiculously high. Sure. But you also need to acknowledge the floor is ridiculously fucking low. <laughs> like it's. Well, I don't it's, think it's. I don't think it's like crazy low just because for a while you have trade you have tradable time now right. if you held him for three years i'm with you their floor is ridiculously low right yes, after I'm, three 100%. years this could be a guy that's worth nothing that's no one cares so anymore. on that point i will agree with you to that level yes i just think that even if it's a low floor like you have a couple years to trade out but yeah if you hold the player for all of time the floor is ridiculously low no question all right all right pickens 109 or alave and Elijah more Ooh, best ball and 109 or Alave and Elijah Moore. 109 to me, I can get Zay Flowers. Let's put that name in there. I can get Zay can Flowers z- basically almost every yeah. time. It's either Zay Flowers or or Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnson every time. So let's put Pickens Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers or Alave and Elijah. I'm going to take Alave and Elijah Moore. And I think I'm doing that pretty comfortably. I think I'm good with that. Man, can I tell you, Mike, what's interesting about this, though? You and I don't play in this, and I'm starting to think about this. We don't even play in lineup, or I'm sorry, best ball start nine leagues, right? I just gave you a 10. What more do you want from me? No, no, I'm saying, though, like, <laughs> I know you did your best, damn it. This is not a shot at you. This is saying we don't even play in best ball start nine. But in the, And even if we did, it would be 12 team, right? This is now 10 team right. start nine best ball. More studs. Which is where I was – initially I wanted to lean the pickings in the 109, but you know what? And I hate to agree with Mike, but I think I have to. I think here Olave – because Elijah Moore still could mean something in best ball and an offense with Watson, I'll take the upgrade. It's two, for two. It's two for two still, right? I'm I'm more back in on Elijah Moore going to Cleveland, right, with Watson. As am I. Being that second weapon. And I'm ready to be hurt again. I still believe in the talent of him. I'll say this. There is probably a gap in a fairly one market-wise, whatever you wanted to say, between the 109 and Elijah Moore. Definitely. But it doesn't feel that big as the gap between George Pickens and Chris Olave for me. Um, now, now see, now we're talking sense. And I think here's the thing, right? Crafting, like, tearfully crafting up in best ball is hard to do because I think a lot of people are still very lineup driven in their mindsets on a guy like Olave. Right. So, like, in best ball, one of the best ways to do it, though, is if you get a guy that wants to tear off of Alave and knows he needs to pick up more value, 
right? And he's you can see he's starting to fish for deals like this because I like Zay Flowers a lot. I like Quentin Johnson a lot. I, I even still like Jordan Addison, like admittedly. But if you tell me I lose that from Elijah Moore, in best ball, like we we actually, patreon.com forward slash South Harmon, we got charts to show you that like a guy in that range doesn't even necessarily mean anything to your best ball team. Like you, you may end up with an asset that does exactly what that that pick does, or better, with Elijah Moore, right. easily. And, and the difference about, it doesn't make up what is one on I'm sorry, Pickens to Alave. How about this? This might be to the contrary to a lot of people, but we play in best ball leagues. A lot of them, Adam. Just I don't care what you want to put for the scoring setters. Just think about any of our patron best ball leagues that we've done okay. outside of that stupid IDP league. <laughs> Like not stupid in a bad it's way, stupid. but like the scoring's like I know crazy. The I don't scoring know is value. ridiculous. Ain't nobody got values down in that league. You're never gonna get them. We're gonna have to do that league like three years. Y'all better stop sending me fucking trades on air. But, I've seen Redwoods are sending me one. <laughs> but Adam, best ball league. Just think of like our normal patron best ball leagues. Pickens in the one hundred nine or Chris Olave. You have Olave. Would you take Pickens and the one hundred nine for your Chris Olave? And and which and what was the league settings? Just a best ball league that we normally do. Start 12, start 13, whatever. PBR. I'd consider it. Right. I think it's it's right there in a best ball league where I go out. I almost want the without, two for one. Yeah, w- w- without Elijah Moore, I think I'd take, in our right. type of best ball setting leagues, right. start 13. Yeah, yep. I'd take Pickens in 109. Because it's best ball and you want multiple shots at it. And I can also trade out of Pickens on a spike week for multiple assets right. again, right? Where right. Alave still is one asset. And I yes. I like Alave quite a bit, but yeah. Yeah, I'm with you too, and I'm the Alave guy on this show. He you he he Mike can confidently and easily say that. Uh I would I, do this tear down in best ball. Like, I would do it. Yeah, so. and well in our in our type settings, right? Now in ten team right. super flex best ball start nine, I'll actually take like we said, we'll take Alave and Elijah Moore. You get the stud and you get another piece back, so Right. You're, not, you're not actually losing. All right. Uh, Ryan says he sent me a trade. Mike, let, let's, let me ask you. We've done a lot of trade show stuff. George Pickens or Zay Flowers was the trade he sent. George I'd be Pickens receiving, or Zay Flowers? I'd be receiving Zay Flowers. I mean, when you put the name to it, I'd be much more interested if it was the pick and I get to make my own. Sure. It's. I mean, it, this is a decline. I'm just I'm asking you yeah. what you would do because I know what you would do. But I'm putting your Zay Flowers conviction to the test because you were saying you're very in on Zay Flowers on the show. I'm getting more back in on where I should be. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like I like Pickens too, man. I, I do, do like too, Pickens man. too. I like because because I'll tell you what I like what Pittsburgh did. They invested more in the offensive line. Right. They invested in Kenny Pickett, and I don't think that that Pickens is like some you gotta Bum. have him in every format. But like yeah. I also don't think he's not worth anything like i'm 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 in on pickens man relative to cost i think let me see actually what what is his cost let me see before i speak out of turn yeah let's see what we got here let's go to, let's go to cube trade cut what do you think mike what do you think he is in cube trade cut pickens or who they're back to back on cube trade cut 27 and 28 i was I'll gonna say they're gonna be they're gonna I'll be take pickens it. i'll take pickens pretty easy pickens mm-hmm. okay I think they're in the same would you take, tier. Would you take Zay Flowers? I think they're in the same tier. It'd be a reject anyways. Like, I'm not same tier in this shit. No, but, like, to me, I, here's what I think, right? George Pickens, 
I think for people that are not hip to this, they didn't draft a receiver like they always do every year very high. Mm-hmm. They traded away Claypool last year, for those that forgot. Uh, I know Zach hasn't because they Chicago way overpaid. Deontay's probably on his way out in the way the, the contract's set up. Like right. George Pickens has kind of got Pittsburgh's backing as the alpha. Zay Flowers very well could be, but Mark Andrews is still there. Bateman's still not gone away. I like Lamar signing there. I think the offense is m- much more exciting, like you mentioned. But you want pick? I, I I still have to I still have to see Zay Flowers prove it to me that he's even going to be the alpha at receiver. Like, make any sense? Would it be then? All right, so we're doing it on player here. Let's say mm-hmm. it was the pick, George Pickens or the one twelve. Say it again. George Pickens or the one twelve. Which would you rather have today? Right now, Pickens. Okay, George Pickens or the one eleven. Pickens. Pickens or the one ten. Pickens. Okay, Jesus. All right, and I'll tell you why. Because I know in the leagues that I'm going <laughs> to draft in, you now, higher on that submission than I am. <laughs> no, no, I'll tell you why. The league I haven't done enough joining of random leagues like Mike has. Like I already know in the leagues I play in, one ten puts him at. We're, do you do you admit Zay Flowers and Pickens are in the same tier? Yeah, that's one hundred and nine. Like I don't want to trade for the same tier. I know I know Flowers is going to go at one hundred and nine, one hundred and ten. He doesn't get to one hundred and eleven in the leagues I'm in. Now people will show me leagues on sleeper, and I'm like, why is Zay Flowers at one hundred and eleven, one hundred and twelve? But in the leagues I'm in, I know he won't won't go later than that. That's right. the reason I say that. It's now the pick and the name are closer to the same thing. I guess is the reason I'm saying this. Okay, but understandable before. We we talked about it could go way earlier because I think I could leverage it a lot differently. I, I can get behind that, I guess. Yeah, it's it's. The, I know the name now, right? Like I know the name now is part of the reason I in the leagues that I play in. Now, for everyone watching, if you know that maybe there's a chance you get Zay Flowers at two hundred one, take the one twelve and a plus, right? Uh, cool with that. One more because the super chats aren't flowing like normal. Can I get a minute or two of char- of Sharp's discussion? Uh, we did this on 4D, but we can do it on here for sure. More Sharp's discussion. Let's do go. It. Adam, people fading the shit out of this dude. Too it's, much. It's, man. To, it's way too it's, much. It's gotten to the point like when I when I initially faded him, I'm like, yeah. Jesus. Like now I'm a Sharp's truther. I, I think <laughs> we're go- faded him so fucking hard. Mike, are we going to be I'm standing for? It. Are we going to be the the running back for the Seahawks stands two years in a row? Like, uh, remember when we were John, we were John Snow and Kenneth Walker? It felt like, man, right. come on, it's out there, everybody hated him. Everybody was crap in our faces. He stinks. There's three guys in front of him. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not even. I, th- I still love Kenneth Walker. I love his talent too. But so do I. Like, at some point, I'm just going to go with what the NFL told me about the running backs. Right, it's the third running back off the board. It's the guy, the only guy who got round two draft capital. But it's also it's also the same coach and GM, right? It's right. not like right somebody else came in and did this. <laughs> they they just took you there, gave you a big workload, and to the eye that was watching thought he did well, and they said we'll take sharps. That means a lot to me, right? They wanted to be able to uh, just run the football. So what? Establish what I can well, yeah, what, I was gonna say what I can Gene coin it. Team establish it. I love that. Co- man. Coach establish it. Yep. It's gonna establish the run. So I don't know. I Sharps. I think he's perfectly fine. 
Do I rank him as my RB3? No, but would I put him in the same tier as those other guys? 100% Adam. And I, I think when we talked about it on 4D, I said just for an exposure standpoint, just for value or flippability, market value, that kind of thing, you know, I see myself taking more and more sharps just as these drafts go on, right, to get more and more exposure to them. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. And it's not a bad bet to make. Right. Like the bad bet is is when you're talking when people are taking Roshan Johnson over him, which I will never do, no matter how badly I, I will it. stand for Roshan, but I'm I've not actually, doing it. I, I've actually seen it done in drafts that I'm in, which is wild to me. That's I like, what I'm talking I like, about. I like Roshan, but not there. I don't like Roshan. Like they, they've faded sharp so much that I'm going like, Jesus. <laughs> now I'm on the other end of this fence where I'm like, bump the brakes on Roshan, boys. <laughs> right. Don't forget about sharps. <laughs> Stop. Um, I don't even think I have, he asked for one or two minutes. I think I, you already kind of gave what we needed. Uh, let me say this. I, I see another super chat by the, the, the little, the great one, but I do have something I wanted to get to. Genji says, uh, no, you're not accepting that quick capping. Genji um, must not play in leagues with me then. Because Pickens and Zay Flowers together aren't worth a lot of it. Now, now, now th- this is all depending on the league though, right? Because lineup league, I'm telling you, in a lineup like start off. ten, lineup start even eleven. I think I'm and nine for sure. Like you can go take a hike, man. Right. You can go That's take off. a take a hike. See no you. chance, no chance, zero chance. Right now, <laughs> lineup start. Let me ask you this, Mike. Lineup start thirteen. Would you consider this? Uh, no, probably not. Right. No, getting closer, but you're still not going to take it. Right. You probably need something else. Agreed. Right. Yep. Best ball start twelve. Like the leagues we're talking about, which. Genji, I don't know if you play in these, and I'm not. This is not hating, by the way. I'm just telling you, we play in a lot of these like best ball leagues that are longer starting lineups. The two shots matter a lot. Not saying that Alave can't still be dope, but Alave to your lineup may be more important than the, the, these two guys. It's possible, mm-hmm. but Alave could also get hurt. Alave could also not produce quite as much as we think. Pickens might be better. Zay Flowers might have a spike in value three weeks in. Let's say he has two really good weeks to start the year off. A couple long touchdowns. Not even not even great usage. Value bumps on two players, you can now trade for another two players. And in best ball, it's all about the depth. So, like, you want to have studs still in best ball. But depth in best ball is a big key. So, that, when we said that, it's about it's about format. To, right. to, to, the, the, the question here in the this discussion, they're not worth him in a lot of leagues. But in best ball longer lineups, even if they're not worth it in auction, which I saw you put in there, I'll t- I'll probably take that. I might ask for another plus, but if I can't, I'll take that two for one trade down. So have you ever seen? Uh, for those of you out there too, this is dating me a little bit, but Chappelle Show was a big thing when I was in like, you know, middle school, freshman year of high school. That was big. The Rick James skit where he like kicks out, gets kicked out, or whatever. He's like, I've been kicked out of nicer places than this. <laughs> right, <leave it. laughs> yeah. I just thought about yeah. it when he was like, No, you're not. And I'm like. I've traded off better players than Chris Olave for shittier players and, on the down tier in a best ball league. So don't tell me I wouldn't no, do it. I posted Little Grid, I know you keep Twitter. saying this. <laughs> Quit capping. Go to Mike's Twitter. Mike, just pin him for a couple hours and you can take him off. Just go. so he can see it. Because, Genji, I'm telling you, wait till you see what he did. You thought the and trade I show was bad. Publicly wait till you see what, they did, right. what he did here. And, and breaking news, I won that league too. <clears throat> it's a little flex right there, like that. That was that Cow was pits, that was Jonathan more than a little. Flex. That was a big flex. Traded like him it. about this time last year for shittier players. 
I remember. I remember there was one I was like, now I know you're leaning into just wanting Twitter to hate. I you. wanted to see how bad you could fucking make it in a best ball league, right? I know. I, I just, I, I just wanted, I just knew at that point it was more about Twitter hating you, even though you were still winning probably in like best ball value. I just, I knew you wanted Twitter to hate and you. Follow the process. You de-risk yourself if you're trying to compete. And in a best ball league, you take one good piece, you break it up into three, you know, average pieces that have a chance to make your lineup. It's a process play every single time. Every single time. As long as you got the roster spots to hold it, Adam. You and I play in that Royal Rumble League where it feels like we have like 18 roster spots. I know it's like 25 or whatever it is, but it's just Dak, so damn shallow. All right, we got to get out of here. Uh, wow, one, uh, almost an hour and 15. Dak in 312 for a 24 first, 205 and a 25 second super flex. Go birds. Nah, man. Mm-mm. Dak and the 312. No. Which one? Uh, it depends on which side he's getting. <laughs> what side? I know what side I want pretty easy here. <laughs> What's the Dak side? No question about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, the only way I would even – actually, I'm not doing this. Unless I know, again, like we talked about in the trade earlier, mm-hmm. if you can guarantee this is a top three pick, the only chance that I would take the other side. Because Dak, to me, is just too depressed in value. I still want him in a lot of places. Uh, yeah. 205 in this class is fine. Get Roshan Johnson. 25 second? No, man. No. I want Dak. Yeah, I want Dak. I'll take Dak. I just, I also feel like I'm, I'm just like, I got a hangover here from arguing about like George Pickens, even though I'm on the opposite side of like being George Pickens guy. And yet I still got to defend him, defend you from Genji. All right. Genji got, out here going for you it. Got, you got the Dak side. Genji, oh, I, yeah. I, I, understand, I understand where Ooh, you're at. I understand where Genji's at. I just, it takes a long time to come. It takes a lot of playing in it to become hip to like, even if you really still want a Lave, you'll see like, well, do that enough I mean, times as a process. It's not also, it's also not one trade, right? You, you're going to do this on multiple levels. So it's, we got to, we got to get Genji in a, in a, one of these best ball leagues. Then you don't believe me. I'll do it, man. <laughs> I'll make that oh. trade 10 times out of 10. Fizzle, by the way, Fizzle, appreciate you, Fizzle, man. Uh, if you didn't hear the intro, Almost. go back and re-listen to it. You, you, if you haven't heard the intro by now, it's been out for a while. You gotta go check it out. Unless you, uh, somebody, remember somebody put in here like they hated rap. I forget who that yeah. was in the comments a while back. Like, Unless you hate rap, it. you gotta go back. <laughs> Sorry. Glad to see Mike in the building. The beard is almost 100%. See, Fizzle, thank you. Because look at this guy, man. A couple vacations. And look back. at that thing, man. The Cayman, I think the Cayman Jacks is what really set it off, though. The Cayman Jacks, too. Yeah. I think it has hair growth or beard growth in it. I wouldn't say hair growth because the shit on top of my head still don't ever grow back. <laughs> Jesus. It's going to laser that shit off at this point. <laughs> yeah. Appreciate uh, you, Fizzle. Appreciate it, Fizzle. Uh, appreciate everyone tapping in again. Um, where is T-Rock's comment that I know I needed to put on here? Here we go. Oh, no. Don't challenge Mike on his dumbass trades. He'll win every time. <laughs> I like that it was a, a flex for Mike, but also talking a bunch of mad shit to Mike. So... Genji, if you do want to get in a, in a, a Superflex best ball league with us, let's make it happen. Mike, I know Mike has the itch. I mean, he's got the itch every day. You can probably see Man. he's kind of see how he's kind of tweaking in his chair right there. He's got the itch right now. So we finished we finished that auction league too. <laughs> I went through that, got all the rosters that we. I will that say, I, I do wish I'll be fine. Like I'll have to punt for a year or two. I wish we wouldn't have done that when I was like just 
no swamp. chance of no chance of looking i would think about it and then it'd be totally out of sight out of mind for like almost a day and i'm like shit i'm in that auction like, i totally end up having like 150 bucks when what did it mean like i mean I'm, <laughs> you, i you, no, i had nothing left to bid listen on. man like i i was lucky we we timed our dropping the hammer or holding the hammer in the auction strategy as we talked about it at different times because i dropped my hammer before the nfl draft started and you're I still remember. holding it while we're and, streaming for 17 hours and to kick me in the nuts one other thing is i got levis for the first time in an auction at a very good value and i'm like yes i got one share yep. of levis for $92 and then it was a day later that I had to watch Mike suffer an agony realizing so am I it's right here in the heart I just took him in an auction hey, we are hey. getting out of this thing because this is getting off the rails man what's up Mike go ahead I spent $39 on Hen and Hooker man <laughs> I just let that one sink in uh yeah so I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna let it sink in and as a matter of fact we are out of this thing we will see you back here same time same place next week for the sunday ama on south Harmon. we appreciate everyone tapping in we're out of this thing peace peace